Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern, and Saturday mornings with Jim Valley. At 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. It's Friday here in the show. You know what that means? Besides the fact that I'm back. Hopefully Mike Sempervivi held down the fort fine yesterday. But if not, well, we'll turn it around here today, right? We got a lot to get into here today. AW All In. Pay-per-view event. According to our own Andrew Zarian. We'll tell you about that here today. And that is the top story in what is a very, very busy weekend because we have 9 million shows to talk about here today. Rampage is tonight. SmackDown is tonight. The G1, July 15th and 16th. Two straight days of the G1 with a lot of big matches. Triple Mania is taking place. And that despicable, disgusting, horror Don Callis is going to be there in Elijo Del Vikingo's corner as he takes on Kenny Omega. And, of course, we've got all of the rest of the news as well, including the Dynamite ratings and uh, Collision Saturday. We've got to go over the Collision lineup as well. Owen Hart finals will be taking place on that show. And so we'll give you the lineup for the Collision show and, and also the special guest, that is going to be there. We used to have one match for the Ring of Honor pay-per-view next weekend. Now we have none. No matches. As, unfortunately, Mark Briscoe will be out of action. We're going to have a tournament to determine who is going to get the championship match against Claudio Castagnoli. Updates on Brian Pillman Jr. and plenty more. If you want to text us, hey, it's Friday. That's always a fun time. 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. As well as uh, a number of other places as well. We'll talk about it after the break. Observer Live. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, 
so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See? We didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. You don't plan for a computer virus. You don't plan to lose files. You don't plan to knock your laptop off the counter. And you don't plan for your PC to crash or your screen to freeze. But Staples has a plan. A plan for unlimited virus protection. A plan for help when you need it 24-7. Staples Total Support Plans are your tech plans for the unplanned, starting as low as $199.99. And although you didn't plan for this, right now at Staples you can also get $250 off select computers. N729 in-store only. See associate for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Good God Almighty, there's so much happening here today. I didn't even mention that in addition to Collision on Saturday night, there's also Battle of the Belts. And at this point, we have one match announced for tomorrow's Battle of the Belts. It almost seems like they got too much stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, we should have more than uh, zero matches for the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Especially because they put on like 17 matches on each one of those shows, too. You figured they'd have something built to that. But I don't understand how they go about laying things out. I mean, we've seen it. We've talked about it with Collision and Rampage about trying to stream a better line between all of their shows and 
They're, I guess they're still trying to get the handle on it, but, you know, five years in at this point, you know, continuing to add programming, continuing to add content, I think they do need to get a better hand on these things. You know what else I didn't mention is that today is Fan Friday on Cameo. What? And in fact, yes, I am on Cameo F4W Online. And today only, for about actually only about the next uh, nine hours, I think it ends at 9 Pacific, midnight Eastern. But for about the next nine hours, the first 15 people that grab a cameo from me can do so for only $25. Half off for the first 15 over the next nine hours. So, hey, you know, I can I can do a cameo for your, your G1 party. I can do a cameo for your, uh, you know, collision and, and uh, battle of the belts party. How about your Miyahara Nakajima party? How I could just tell you how awesome you are or how much your buddy sucks. I mean, whatever you want, dude. 25 bucks <laughs> For the low, low price of $25. Yeah, get on it now, everybody. I mean, why wait? Because if you do, it'll be gone. Uh, so uh, get going there. And, and if you thought Brian was gone on Twitter, hey, it's Friday, which means only a couple days left. And he no, I was on Twitter today on... plugging it. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah, I plug stuff on Twitter. And my super followers have still been getting content. I have (laughs) not... uh, Oh. No, that's not it, Mike. I'm a nice guy who Oh, is that what it is? (laughs) uh, For what I am paid for. Yes. Yes. Okay. Don't you know anything about anything? Oh. AW All In will be a pay-per-view event. Our own Andrew Zarian has confirmed. The promotion is not officially announced how fans will be able to see the show from Wembley on August 27th. But Zeri noted on Friday's Met Men podcast that it will air on Bleacher Report in the United States, similar to other AEW pay-per-views. Zeri and co-host Rich. Does Rich have a last name? We just have to call him Rich. Zeri and co-host Rich. We're discussing AEW. That's what it says here. That's what it says right here. Zeri and co-host Rich. We're discussing reports. AEW could move to a... 12 pay-per-view per year schedule. Is it all caps like Kenta? When Zarian should be, made the following comments. Quote, does AEW have enough of a dedicated fan base to generate 120,000 to 160,000 monthly pay-per-view buys? Does it make sense if it's on HBO? It makes way more sense if it is a one-time fee. Here's a problem with that. He said, I spoke to somebody on that side, on the technical side, HBO Max or Max is not prepared right now to do this. Uh, yeah, we talked about this months ago. Nobody believed me. HBO Max or Max not prepared. The infrastructure is not built in. It's not that they're not working on it, because they are. We know that they are, because they want to do this with sports as well. BR is an outdated platform for this, so they are working on it. I don't know when it's going to be ready. I don't have a time frame. So, yep, they're going to uh, likely be airing that on on Bleacher Report as a pay-per-view. And... uh, you know that we didn't. I haven't talked on this show because I think it was gone the two days it was talked about. But you know, 12, 12 pay per views versus four. Well, there's positives and negatives. Obviously, one of the negatives is we've been talking about today. There's already so much stuff that we've got a Ring of Honor pay per view next week with no matches announced, and we have a Battle of the Belts on Saturday with one match announced and nothing else. And uh, you know that's that's obviously the negative is is added content now. You know, some of the positives are that they would make more money. I mean, even if they did, even if they did somewhat fewer buys, you know, they would still do more money. You know, if you go from 130,000 buys five times a year to 100,000 buys 12 times a year, you're way ahead, almost double. 
So obviously the the point of this business, because it is a business, is to make money. And you know there would also be other positives, including well, you know they they uh, they wouldn't have to stretch things out for so long. I mean, if you've got to do a pay per view in three months, then yeah, if you've got a if you've got a program building to that pay per view, it's going to take forever to get there. If you're doing pay per views monthly, you know you can boom boom boom, keep it moving. Now the negative, obviously, is when you have pay per views four or five times a year. Well, you get real big matches like blood and guts on television. And once you move to a monthly pay-per-view format, well, Blood and Guts probably going to have to be on pay-per-view because you need a pay-per-view main event every single month. And what that does is that takes away from your ability to pop numbers for Blood and Guts on TV. So if I were to give a recommendation, which nobody asked, but if I were, it would be sign that new TV deal first, make your money, and then let's move to these 12 pay-per-views a year. And then you've got, uh, you know, three, four, five years or whatever to figure out how to uh, boost these numbers while also doing uh, 12 shows a year. So it looks like 12 shows a year is probably going to happen. I don't know when. It's certainly been talked about internally. It probably will happen. But, uh, you know, nothing official about any of this yet until it's official. By the way, Rich Stambolian, who I know you will well, know I knew that, of course. Rich Stromboli from this point forward. Wasn't he that uh, that guy in, in WCW that did the thing over the top rope and broke his urethra? That was Johnny Stamboli. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. We've also got uh, a memo sent out. In an effort to protect the health of both wrestlers, fans, and those that work for the company, AW issued an updated memo to talent earlier this week with a recently updated list of banned moves, as well as those that require prior approval. So uh, the moves that will no longer, quote, be allowed under any circumstances and prohibited for your safety, safety of the staff and crew, fans, etc. There will be no unprotected shots to the head, no shots to the back of the head. Well, there goes that hidden blade. No buckle bombs, blind moves backward into the turnbuckle. Now, hold on a second here. Does that mean you can't do an Irish whip? Because an Irish whip, you in fact go backwards into the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. I think that you'll be able to do Irish whips, is my yes, thought. I, th- I think they're looking at things like buckle bombs and such. No fencing response or seizure cells. You know, don't make people think that you're, you know, really in, in bad shape. No spitting. No blood in the crowd. Especially after last Saturday. What the heck is Moxley going to do? Some nasty loogies in there. Oh, my God. Moxley's going to have to wear a helmet because at this point, you know, he goes in the crowd and somebody throws water on him. He's going to start bleeding. So we'll have to figure that one out. No weapons or projectiles in the crowd. No taking drinks or food from guests in the crowd. Max. And no physical contact with the crowd. I think that what happened there is Tony Khan saw my match with Jungle Boy where Jungle Boy threw me into the front row, and children, little small children, held me so that he could give me chops. In fact, the children also chopped me. Should have been an immediate DQ. I should hold a win over the Jungle Boy. But uh, this referee all pro. I don't know. Now, there are moves that cannot be used unless you uh, clear it first. Uh, you know, you got to clear everything first, basically. Table spots, bumps on the apron... Elevated spots on the barricade, tombstone variations, you know, 450s and such, intentional bleeding, uh, throwing people into steps, etc. 
basically, I mean, there's nothing changed here. Like, you got to get it cleared before you do all this crazy stuff. Probably because they don't want stuff like that happening in every single match, which is the right thing to do. Exactly. Really. Should do that with some of their movesets as well. So I don't think that this is, I, I would not say this is much ado about nothing. But it is good to have a list of things that you can't do for safety. And uh, and you should be clearing a lot of this stuff anyway before you go out there and just, you know, go wild. And a lot of the stuff has been going on for too long anyway. When you There are such risks with going into the crowd. And look, I, I go to GCW shows. I've been to GCW shows where there's, you know, light bulbs flying around, things like that. And you take, you know the risk. There's an inherent risk with going to one of those shows, but... You have a situation like MJF going into the crowd, I mean, with that woman and with her little kid. You know, what if, you know, her husband was there and just started swinging on Max or vice versa? You know, the, the, the chances you take when you're brawling through the crowd and you are all bloody and having that go all over the place. And we're a litigious society, you know, at some point or another, you're going to get taken. And AWWE, they have the most money to lose. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back, but you're going to love it and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking. 
freaking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Question here about Kota Bushi. Hmm. Will he be all elite or is he just doing per date? Well, right now he's being Kota Ibushi. So uh, that's the answer. Prepare for a lot of that. He's already scheduled to be part of a Glate show, which is coming up. That's already been announced. And now, obviously, he's going to be doing this. I got to be honest. I, I, if I'm him, I don't. If I'm AEW, I'm sure I want him. If I'm Kenny Omega, I'm sure I want my best friend over here, or one of my best friends over here, to be working all the time. But he's a unique character. I believe he wants to open up a gym or was in the process of doing that anyway. He can, I'm sure, find funding to run his own produced shows over there and get them run through uh, DDT, the DDT Universe. I, I forget what it's called, the Abima or whatever it is. I, I forget the name of their streaming service, but there are places where he can run pay-per-views and have them you know, distributed. So if, if that's what he chose to do, so I, I'm sure that they would want him, but I'm also just going off of his history and what I, you know, again, generally well, know about him, I, I, you know, I can see him doing his own thing for quite some time. Well, here's the thing. If you go by his history, here's what's going to happen. No one knows, okay? Because okay. for a long time, exactly. he just did whatever he wanted, wherever he wanted. He didn't want any sort of commitment. And all of a sudden, one day, he signed an alleged lifetime deal with New Japan. Remember that lifetime deal that he well, signed? Yeah, but remember everything. Well, he's still alive, but he's gone. Well, he was, he was the first one to ever have. If I recall correctly, he was the first one to ever have well, a, he's, co a co-promotional deal. He was signed with DDT full-time and doing things there. And then he signed also on with New Japan, which then led to the very ill-fated run of Kota Obushi at the top of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Well, he was, they were going to build everything around him, and he was there yeah. for a lifetime, and then, you know, then he wasn't. So he's, he's coming in for blood and guts. You know, if he likes it, if he has a great time, he may sign or he may not. He's going to do whatever he's going to do. And no one knows, including him. So that's the answer. But what I can thanks, tell you for sure. For that analysis, Brian. I'm glad well, you came back. I answered the guy's question. I answered his question. He is Jesus. not all elite. He is not signed with AEW. He is there for blood and guts right now. And that's it. Yeah, I right said that, and then you just go, no, so, uh, no, it's this. No. You don't know what he's going to do. You don't know what he's going to do. He you might not even show up. You don't know he what he's going to do. He will, but I mean, he might not. He's going to do whatever he wants. You know what? He could uh, He could try and take a boat to the show. A boat? Yeah. Rowboat? He might try to uh, take he a hang sail. glider. Oh, my God, he could sail. Sailing Kota Obushi? He, he could do that. He he's uh they better give him that list of things to do and not do, by the way. Oh yeah, that's really gonna work out well for him. Yes. Now we have shows all weekend. Rampage, 
We have Athena and Willow Nightingale Owen Hart Foundation Tournament semifinal, which was supposed to take place last week. But Willow Nightingale was injured enough that she couldn't wrestle Saturday, but could wrestle on Wednesday. So I don't know what happened there, but whatever. Dark Order promo, Tony Storm promo, Lance Archer versus Trent Beretta. So when you realize you don't have enough for Friday, that they decided to make that uh, decision. I, you know, again, nobody has anyone heard anything about what the injury was or if she was banged no. up at all coming out of that match. We don't know. Takeshita and TBA. I don't know who that is. I actually even looked at the spoilers yet. I don't know what's going on tonight. And uh, Dustin Rhodes and Keith Lee versus Matt Menard and Angelo Parker. Although my guess is I don't need spoilers to know what's happening in that one. Then we have SmackDown, and unless they've added something I'm unaware of, we only have one match announced, which is Asuka Bianca Belair for the WWE Women's Title. It's a good one. So she is getting her title shot after all that. After you she know what's screwed gonna up that other match. You know what's going to happen, too. It's the worst part is it's going to be a great match until Charlotte Flair comes in to interfere, and then EO comes in, and it just disintegrates into nothingness, and then we get a three- or a four-way coming up at SummerSlam, whatever they're building towards. Well... I don't think Io's going to be there because she's the Raw champion on the other show. But, uh, or whatever. Like, they but they very the, well might Right, she's got the way. Money in the Bank briefcase, though. She does. Yes, so she was interfering last week, which kind of screwed everything up. So Then we have the Collision show, which is FTR versus Switchblade, Jay White, and Juice Robinson. Two out of three falls. CM Punk, Ricky Starks in the final of the Men's Owen Hart Cup Tournament. And then in the audience in attendance will be Jushin Liger. He's going to be there to watch this match. That's cool. And then we have Ruby Soho versus the winner of Willow Nightingale and Athena for the women's Owen Hart tournament final. And honestly, it sounds to me like Ruby Soho's winning, which uh, that's fine. She lost last year. She can win this year. I actually thought that uh, they were going to have Sky Blue win. But they did not. She was well, Willow winning. I think would be a great thing. I mean, that would be nice. You know, it depends on if you want to go with a heel winning it or not. Does that matter in this type of cup? You know, it probably doesn't. You know, it's got to be a huge thrill. I would assume to you know win something with Owen's name on it and talk to Martha and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I guess really that one can you know is a coin flip that could go either way. Look, I would rather give that thing to Willow. I'd rather see the outsiders or the outcasts. Uh, chicanery backfire on them because again willow just came back you know the first time we see her back as she's gaining this popularity she's talking about losing a title to julia that a lot of their fan base didn't see and she's getting played out by athena in a, in a land where everyone's got a belt you know there's there's three different women's champions mixing their way into the show so you know why not give willow nightingale that cup then, of course, we've got Battle of the Belts, which is noted as one match announced. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, you know, who cares? Because the deal is, who who is going to say, I'm not going to watch Collision, but I'm going to watch Battle of the Belts? Most people are probably going to be watching Collision. And what they'll probably do is just, it's a three-hour block. They're going to run the Collision show. They're going to shoot angles for the Battle of the Belts hour. And then they'll do those matches in the last hour. Now, it is a Battle of the Belts show, so you would think that these are all going to be championship matches, and maybe we could have booked some championship matches prior to this. But, you know, I'm sure they'll announce a match. They'll do a backstage segment tonight, and they'll do some stuff tomorrow. 
And, you know, it's not a standalone show. It's it's essentially part of Collision. And we have three big matches, four big matches announced here so far. So it's not the end of the world. Would I have done it? No. Would I have had a full card for Battle of the Belts? Yes. Does it really matter based on the block that they have here and the fact that they've got two shows prior to it? It doesn't matter. So that's my thought. You know, one thing's for sure, WBD isn't going to be the downfall of AEW when a company is paying you that much money, but you can see where, like a lot of TV shows, again, I talked about those Chicago shows, Chicago Med and NCIS and then Law and & Order, you get all these spinoffs where they see those numbers and they're so much better, you know, in 18 to 49 than something else they may put on where we are now up to... Uh, what six hours of regular programming and then you throw in things like battle of the belts they want to expand it out to 12 pay-per-views and again it's hard to say no to that you really can't say no to that if you're tony khan and aew right now because you do have a good relationship with a lot of people and they're giving you a lot of money but man sometimes too much is too much i guess we'll again we'll see how this thing continues to play out but Oof, you know, it, it's good in a way. Again, there's it's, it's a double-edged sword. It's good in a way, but it's really bad in a way to try to keep interest. Look what it's done to ROH. And and Tony pushing that and trying to get a handle on that and get people riled up and interested there. I mean, it, it's it, it's a tough road to hoe. Then we've got the G1 Night 1 and Night 2, the 15th and the 16th, which I guess would be uh, late tonight and late tomorrow. We have got uh, July 15th. Sonata and Hikaleo, Taichi and Will Ospreay, Yoda Suji and Kaito Kiyomiya, Okada and Great Okan, MGS favorite wrestler, Shota Umino and Ren Narita, Tangelo and Kenta, Chase Owens and Gabe Kidd, or as I like to call him, Gabriel Kidd, Yoshihashi versus El Phantasmo. Then we've got the July 16th show, Naito and Jeff Cobb, Tamatanga and Evil, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Zack Saber Jr., Shingo Takagi and Eddie Kingston, Shane Haste, Alex Coglin, Mikey Nichols and Aaron Hanare, Goto and Yano, and Ishii and David Finley. So that sounds like some good matches coming up. That's Friday and Saturday night, and then uh, Triple Mania Saturday, and uh, the big match there obviously: Bakingo, Kenny Omega. With Don Callis in Vikingo's corner. You're going to let him cross the border? This will be airing on Fight TV if you want to uh, check it out. And uh, Roosh is going to be there. Good job. Teaming with L.A. Park against Sam Adonis and Psycho Clown. Losing team wrestles in a mask versus hair match. Mexico City on August 12th. Another it's not going to be mania. Park and Roosh, though, is it? I don't know. I I'd guess like we'll, it to be. we'll find I, out. Well, but I do we'll not see Park losing his mask, nor do I see Roosh losing his hair. Well, it's so, again very, uh, yeah. very interesting with whatever took place with him and his father quitting, and obviously Bastia del Ring is not really a big part of that thing. But again, everybody wants to see that one match. Even Drolistico came out and said, like, that's really the only match people want to see. It'll be interesting to see how much money needs to be ponied up. Really for L.A. Park, not even for Roosh, but for L.A. Park to one day actually lose that mask. So, uh, yeah, that's the uh, update on that show. And when we come back, we'll do the Dynamite numbers and... Uh, Better talk about Impact. Ring of Honor. Bully Ray might light you on fire. 
And I'll be back in a moment with more Observer Live. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady, you're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady, you're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Such a sexy, sexy, pretty little thing. This paper pitch, you got me sprung with your tongue ring. And I ain't gonna lie, cause your loving gets me high. So to keep you by my side, there's nothing that I won't try. Butterflies in her eyes and her looks to kill. Time is... Right now at Wendy's, when you buy either Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-Piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Ooh, definitely nuggets and a Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Dave's, Dave's Single, Single, and a Frosty, frosty for me. and a Frosty. Okay, who said Frosty and a Frosty? Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Buy One, Get One for a Buck. Limited time only. Price participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer. Cybercrimes like ransomware attacks against schools are on the rise globally. That's why IBM will grant $5 million in kind for schools to boost cybersecurity through tools and training. Now open for applications for its third year, IBM's Education Security Preparedness Grants have already benefited more than 350,000 students around the world. This year, selected schools will also receive enhanced training in AI and cybersecurity through IBM SkillsBuild. Justina Nixon St. Till, IBM Chief Impact Officer. Over the past two years, the threat of cyber attacks in the education sector has more than doubled. Now, more than ever, schools need our support. We are proud to offer tools and training from IBM Security and IBM SkillsBuild to help schools prepare for this growing threat. Visit ibm.com slash impact slash initiatives slash security. This is sponsored by IBM. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Yes, there is a Slammiversary show on Saturday night. Alex Shelley defends the Impact World title against Nick Aldis. Should be a good match. Mm-hmm. 
We've got Deanna Perazzo against Trinity for the Knockouts Championship. Chris Saban, Leo Rush for the X Division title. That would be cool. Chris Bay and Ace Austin against Sammy Callahan and Rich Swan, Brian Myers and Moose, and Flash, Morgan, Webster, and Mark Andrews in a four-way. Got the Coven against Killer Kelly. I don't like her. And Masha Slamovich, Bully Ray and Diener versus Scott Demore and TBA. Well, they they with they NHL announced. player Darren McCarty, a special enforcer. PCO status is in question, following him getting burnt to a crisp on impact. Something tells me, uh, was it Destro? What was his uh, doctor's name that would come shock yeah. him back to life again? They'll, they'll, he'll be there. He'll be there. You know, it's funny when WWE uh, WWE does an angle where someone's burnt to a crisp. I find it to be really stupid. But, uh, you know, when you burn PCO to a crisp, I don't even think about it. It's well, like, well, of course you got to burn to a crisp. Look, anything It'd be ridiculous happens, if he didn't. Well, anything that happens on Impact, we've had a child uh, murdered in a drive-by. We've had a woman placed on railroad tracks or thrown from a train. I mean, look at some of the things we've had in the history of Impact. And that's not even going back. That's just things that have happened, you know, since the weekly, since the the NWA All of that sounds TNA. way better than NWA TNA. Well, I don't know about that. You that's know, where it gets its lineage from. I saw an angle this week. <laughs> Where Brian Christopher, you guys remember Brian Christopher? Well, he came down to the ring, and he cut this long-ass promo about how everyone said he was only in this business because of his father, Jerry Lawler. Which, by the way, if you actually watch his career, they pretended like he wasn't Jerry Lawler's son the entire time. But he said, everyone always says, I'm only in the ring because of my father. My father, Jerry Lawler, is never around. I hate that guy. I want nothing to do with Jerry Lawler, that horrible guy. And he's cutting this promo on a guy that signed with the other company, by the way. And then finally, after ranting and raving about how he hates his father, he wants nothing to do with his father, he's sick of people comparing him to his father and saying he's only here because of his father, he hereby changes his name to Brian Lawler. <laughs> I was like, I sat through all of that. I sat through all of that on a, on a July sunny afternoon. God, there is so. This much is all Vinny's show. fault. It's a bizarre, bizarre show, especially in moments like that where Christopher. If by bizarre assigned, you mean stupid, you're correct. Is, uh, the Nashville Fairgrounds. He's cutting probably the most Tennessee promo about people who even know about that relationship with him and his father and all this other nonsense, and it just went on and on and on. But prepare for a lot of that. It's a. It's too bad because I was thinking about it with Jason Cross when he came because I was wondering what happened to that dude because AJ Styles came and, you know, he had a, a group of guys there. But a lot of the ones that came in, they had real talent. There were guys that went in and out of there that you're going to be watching that. It's like it's too bad that they had to get stuck with some of this stuff. It's not as bad as Mantar uh, in WWE, but some of the nonsense. Oh, no, I'd, I'd, much, I'd much rather watch Mantar. But like David Much Young, rather. David Young, I remember dancing around in a hula skirt with Johnny Swinger and Disco Inferno. Like, I mean, there's so much 
just completely stupid stuff Bro. that didn't benefit anybody that's right around Do the Do you pipe. know, I have lots of memories of this period, but when I watch those old NWA TNA shows, the one thing that I get out of it that I didn't get out of it at the time is actually how great all of the wrestlers are. Yes. And, uh, you know, the Flying Elvises were awesome with a stupid gimmick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, these guys like Elix Skipper, like, he was great. They had a, they had a multi per But the, the, the point of this is they make every great person not great, which is an incredibly talent. It takes an incredible amount of talent to be the anti-Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman took 9-1-1 and, uh, and got that guy over. And meanwhile, you know, TNA has got all of these great workers, and you just hate the show, and you want it to end, and you want them to go out of business. It's just, it's amazing, the the ability to make so many talented people such an incredible turnoff with all of this stupid stuff that you do. Well, and that's why the guys that did end up standing out or somehow cracked through in a way was almost by accident, like Monty Brown, who I know was, again, the, he was a... He was such a character, or America's Most Wanted, you know. Triple X started with Loki being involved because they weren't sure how often they were going to be able to have the combination of Elix Skipper, Christopher Daniels, and Loki because of Daniels and Loki doing indie dates. So they had a three-man rotation in there for a while, but the fact they were able to, to break out. So it's not all bad, but when you look at a lot of those guys, especially the ones from Tennessee and Georgia, Jorge Estrada, Sonny Siaki, two of the guys that were in the Flying L, and again, plenty of other guys that go through there. You know, again, it's it's amazing what was wasted with such potential right there. Again, it was not the best business plan in the world, and they were always going to have problems. It was the worst. It was. It ended up, yeah. In hindsight, it was the the absolute worst. But they were able to sell the company, and they were able to move it. But you know, Fox Sportsnet and all these other incarnations that they had. You know, it's amazing that the name has lasted to this day because that should have died a long time ago you know i love at aw is jeff jarrett yeah. i think he's been great i watched this show and i wanted to quit reviewing them because of jeff jarrett well he got he had so much heat with me on these shows and not good heat heat like i can't do this anymore i gotta quit three weeks in that's the kind of heat that i have watching this jeff jarrett character. but i did feel sorry for him when the tennessee titans jumped the rail and shot on him which uh Golly. That was awesome. They jumped the rail, and they started just beating the crap out of this guy. And and they literally had to send people down to save this guy's life as he's being beaten on three-on-one by these guys that decided they're going to go into business for themselves. Golly. That's why they kind of really only use, like, Frank Wycheck going forward. <laughs> he was so, no. Maybe he was the plug to, to get it to the uh, Titans. No, Gua, Guan Zan, not Dom Mysterio Heat. I like watching Dom Mysterio. This is the kind of heat where... I would go. I'd rather go back and watch Mantar on Retro Raws than watch this Jeff Jarrett run in NWA TNA, where he is what? simultaneously trying to be the top heel, but also Stone Cold Steve Austin. Which I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but trying to be the top heel while also portraying yourself is not heel Steve Austin, by the way. Babyface Steve Austin. He's trying to be babyface Steve Austin and also top heel at the same time, and it sucks. Jeff Jarrett was always one of my favorites for a long time. You know, do I think he was overpushed at times? You bet. You know, do I think he was utilized great at times? I do not. And that was before TNA started. But, like, that was another thing. People that were sick of seeing Jeff Jarrett get overpushed in WCW and, and, and thought he was 
annoying in his WWF days. I mean, it was just a continuation where it was like, why do I want to watch more of this and have Jeff Jarrett all over my TV? I think as the years have gone on, a lot of people now appreciate Jeff Jarrett more, but that was, again, everything was not, (laughs) everything was sideways when it came to that company. We've got a tournament to determine the next challenger for the TV title as Samoa Joe holds is a four-person tournament. We've got uh, Dalton Castle and Shane Taylor are in the finals with wins over Tony Nese and Sean Dean. So Castle versus Taylor is a tournament finals next week on Ring of Honor TV, and the winner gets Samoa Joe. And uh, also, there's not going to be a Mark Briscoe uh, match because apparently he injured his knee and needs knee surgery. So he is off the pay-per-view. And uh, Claudio Castagnoli, I guess we'll find out who he faces. Right now we don't know. I ain't going to be uh, Eddie Kingston. Tell you that you much. Know, you know who I think it should be? Papa Briscoe. I agree. Uh, you know what? I, I didn't think about that. I thought, yeah, I was thinking Filthy Tom Lawler, but now I kind of wanted to be Papa Briscoe, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd go okay with, with uh, Filthy Tom versus yeah. uh, Claudio Castagnoli as well. Filthy should be in the G1, but, you know, they whiff there again. Well, no, he could still show up and take out Tanahashi. That's my booking. Oh, my God. Because Tanahashi does going. not need to be in this tournament, everybody. No, either is Chase Owens. Sorry, Chase, bro. Just, you, you can get choked out and go. Wow. I'm saying. Like... Let's see. I'm calling my Babe Ruth shot, this person says. I think The Rock comes back soon. We finally get the match with Roman in a squash for SummerSlam, especially with SAG on strike. Well, that's a Babe Ruth shot, all right, but you ain't going to hit it. I was say, what, 1946 Babe Ruth? Like, what? what yeah. No. The current Stop Babe that. Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> with the SAG and WGA strikes in full effect, do you see WWE and AEW programming increasing? If these strikes plan to go on for a significant length of time. I don't think they're going to do more shows. I mean, there's already too much. But uh, I see them, you know, topping all of television regularly. And uh, and perhaps, you know, maybe this will even help. What a, what a time for a strike during a, a contract year for WWE. Anything else? Anything else that could just go their way? Everything is rolling in their direction. And what's great, you know, it's it's so messed up because there are so many of those people who are trying to get into those unions, you know, so they can actually have benefits and things like that for the rest of their lives. And now it's like it's one of those things where you can't cross the picket line because the the job that you're in. But then here's another non-union shop that you're working for that will gladly take those spots. And what's going to be interesting to me is, yes, they have a lot of in-the-can, whatever type of game shows, reality shows, nonsense things that they're going to be able to put on TV. But, like, for SmackDown, or for, I'm sorry, for Raw, couldn't we see that on a Monday night between 8 and 11? I bet you we could. Could we see, you know, NXT? Maybe not, but could we see AEW or something? Actually, AEW would be a little bit different because of the the nature of, you know, of, of their synergy. There is no other parent network to go to, but could we see NXT pop up on there? It's possible. A replay of SmackDown on a, a Sunday or a Saturday to fill time for Fox? Yeah, I could absolutely see all that stuff. How well received the MJF Adam Cole story has been. I'm starting to think they need to keep them together for a long time, like until sometime next year. I would not say next year. No. But I certainly would not break them up in two weeks. I think that that would be way too fast. 
This is, if you want the whole speech, it's on the Brian DeVinny show last night. I probably spent 10 minutes on this. What's but, the Cliff Notes version? Well, this is exactly like when he came back and organically was over. And I said they should have gone with it, and they didn't. Well, here we are again. It's the exact same thing. I don't want to hear that MJF would have to change everything about himself to be a babyface because he's literally a babyface right now as heel MJF. It was the most watched segment on the show in 18 to 49. Like, the people love it. It's it's like, go with Brian, this, dude. Were, were go with I it. Believe, where I believe you were dead wrong before, and again, it's not that MJF is not going to be a great babyface one day, but the problem was, okay, Who's going to be the the number one on the other side? Who is that number? They didn't have one. Here they have one. And that person is Adam Cole if they choose to go in that direction. I don't, you know, know how that will play. He keeps Roderick Strong w- with him. Maybe Kyle O'Reilly comes back and they just jump on Max and kill him. And now people want to see you know, MJF get back at all these geeks. We'll see. But to me... You have to do something like that. If you're going to replace somebody on the top, you better have, you know, again, you better have somebody that's going to slide into that spot. Bro, you realize and everyone else realizes that whole thing about how if we turn Max babyface, like, who's he going to wrestle? I mean, it's not who is he going to wrestle. It's who do you, again, have as a top heel stars as a top heel. Well, if I recall correctly, after he went heel, they immediately turned the entire Blackpool Combat Club heel. He could have easily, as top babyface, gone against heel Moxley, heel Danielson, heel Claudio. They weren't heels. All of them. They were trying. They were tweeners, and they they had all of that nonsense that came that was swirling around with them too. So again, it was not established that way. You do need to establish things. They do need to actually do that. They turned. It would have been fine, just like this would be fine to go with them as a babyface act. Now, now it is. But now they're not gonna. But flip coal. Back in a moment. Observer Live. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 
That's 800-293-0328. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person notes a double clothesline is the perfect tag team finisher because the spot is literally the two guys dramatically holding hands. That's right. That's right. That, and you know what? They did that spot in the first Naked Gun when they were running down the beach and uh, something good is playing. Yes, uh, you, that is true. Could do some damage. Double Lariatos. Does MGF turn on Cole, or does Cole catch MGF trying to turn on him? Maybe they both try to turn on each other at the same time. I don't know. I don't know which way they're going to go, but all I know is it's been a home run from the moment this all began. Should they do spy versus spy? Should should both of them kind of be kind of playing heels here, trying to, to outdo each other? Well, they, 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 they kind of, well... MJF is a buddy. heel that everybody loves being MJF, and Cole is a babyface, but he's actually, you know, deep down he's got his, his dark side, and MJF is pulling it out of him, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, listen, it's almost for sure going to be MJF and Cole at Wembley, with MJF as the, Cole, as the, as the heel and Cole as the babyface, and, you know, how they get there, I don't know. I wish it could be, you know, dragged on further because, you know. Problem and it is, can because it's fake. MJF, well, no, this is how they do, Mike. It is fake. But MJF is the champion, and they're going to want him to defend his title on all these shows. This is just a little thing that they did. to. You know what this actually is? What? This is the beginning of Sammy and the Bloodline, where they were just going to do a little three-week thing. It was going to be three weeks and done, but... Like, it was so great that they went, all right, well, let's keep going with it. And this is the exact same thing. This was only supposed to be a little thing to set up the split of these two guys to build some heat for Wembley. But now here we are. Now we're at that three-week mark. Are they going to go? Or do we just split them? I guess we'll wait and see. See you next time, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs> 